Hello. Oh yeah. It's time. We're gonna main we're gonna, event. We're we're gonna start off strong. You ready? Yeah, let's, let's go. What's your What's your favorite scene from from any Star Wars movie? What's your favorite scary me? Uh, oh my God, I don't. I I know what it is. I know what mine is. Anyways, it's when uh, Anakin's invading the Jedi Temple and he walks into that room full of kids and they're like, "Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do?" And then he just fucking fires up his lightsaber. That's <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite part. That. That is art. I don't care what anyone says. That is pure art. <laughs> that is high art. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I don't even know what I consider my favorite. That or um that's my favorite part. Star Wars. Um, so the scene in um the whole pod racing sequence in episode one is pretty great. Yeah, I did like that. Like, I, I don't know why I got, I get, I got hyped every time I saw it. Cause it was just like, I I know who's going to win, but like, that, uh, (laughs) racer makes. He's like, do, 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 but yeah, I just want to want to start, start yeah. off strong. So, well, do you want to know like the fun? Well, the funny uh, there's there's the funniest uh, scene that I find, and it's not funny. It's not, but I don't know why I thought this was funny. But just just any scene with uh with with uh Darth Sidious or Palpatine, I don't know why oh, he was just a, is, he was a name? weird looking uh, guy. Ian McDermott. Is that his name? The guy that plays Palpatine? Uh, I think so. I gotta. I have to look at it again. Uh, that might be Ian McDermott. I'm not sure. Someone, there's. Uh, no, that's yeah. That's you. That's you and McGregor is, uh, that play Ian McDermott that plays um, Palpatine. Yeah. That dude. I'm pretty sure, like in interviews and stuff, you can see him. Like he's aware, like how hammy of a character like Palpatine is. So I think he just does his best to try and like ham it up as much as possible. Just like, eh, 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 eh. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the dark I, side, he, and like when he talks, it feels like he has like Botox. It's because he's talking like the corners of his mouth are like stuck if, or something. What if, uh, yes. what if like you were like a Jedi, right? And they were trying to tempt you to the fucking dark side, and they were like, "The dark side is a pathway to many abilities." Like the whole the whole spiel, and you're like, "I'll never give in. I'll never join the dark side." And then they said something like, "We give every new dark side apprentice a thick bitch," <laughs> or something, or something like that. <laughs> oh we give Every, no. every new dark side apprentice gets a free t-shirt and a pint of beer upon joining the dark side. You're like, oh, free, oh, free no, like you just go, you just join the dark I, side for like anything. It's like you get to take your picture with Darth Maul. Like, oh, sign me up. Sure, I'll surrender my mortal soul for the dark side for a picture with Darth Maul. Sign me up. No, in power because sure. like red lightsaber, sure. The thing is, is that like being on the dark side, I mean, has its perks, but like the the track record is if you're a handsome person, you yeah. have to be hideous afterwards. There's 
Yeah, you have to be horribly yeah, disfigured afterward. Nobody on the dark side that's like really a main character. They're all hideous. They really all got on the dark side tends to be like really uggo because like the whole theme is like power. Ultimate power corrupts you. Like you may be strong inside like, and out. Yeah, maybe stronger than the light, but it also corrupts you and makes you uggo. And as we know, if you're uh, if you're ugly, it doesn't matter. So. That's why they wear masks and hoods and things like that because they they're hideous. That, uh, fucking uh, one song, like that one. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, it doesn't have a name, but it's like a theme, like a theme where it's like, like the uh, yeah. There's like a there's Sith are plotting in Star Wars. There's that theme that's like, yeah, like that, like that theme. Like you have to, you have yeah. to listen to that all the time. But yeah, it's just like. So I have to. So I have to become hideous. I've, yes, I have to pretty much. Actually, good looks. No. Thing. Yes, pretty much. Pretty much, you have to look like a gremlin or the well, crypt keeper or. Anyway, so I mean, what's what's what am I? What am I really losing by joining the dark side at that point? You know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just some sort of deformity of, oh, of thanks, everything. Thanks, it really makes me feel good. Well. You know, I'm not, I'm not if you go back, if you if you go back to the beginning, I mean, count count just my appearance or anything. You just called me a called me a, a deformed entity, anyways. Thank you. Count Count Dooku wasn't ugly, like he was a weird was, old he man. Was more of like I mean, a duelist, though, he wasn't really like yeah, he didn't really okay. show like dark side powers. He was just kind of like really good at lightsaber fighting. Like he fought he fought Anakin yeah. and Obi Wan at the same time, like. That's yeah. real, right there. I don't care who you are, yeah. for how you feel and where you are. Always use the verb of star. Shut your freaking mouth! <laughs> Shut up That's right enough, now. That's enough intro for me. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get this this antiques on the road show. Um, what do we got today? Why are you so corny? Wait. Like, no, why are you so? I only corny? Eat corn on the cob. All right. You no, you you got corn coming out of your ears right corn. now. You just hey, corny. I got corn coming out of my butt. This is how we talk, by the way, guys. In real life, we, this is not this is not really a show so much as it is just me and Corey just talking, like just talking <laughs> to each other, like we're in the same room. God forbid we we're in the same room; it'd probably be worse, to be honest. But this is just distractions, getting off topic, oh, absolutely. just all of it. Part of the course at this point. <laughs> pretty much, I, pretty I much, it's just this like is literally just how we talk to each other. This is how we all. This is how our whole friend group talks to each other. Like we never get anything done. We just kind of fucking talk. Pretty much. Yeah. My my fraternity Pretty experience in a nutshell. Pretty much. Just just a bunch of talking. Just a bunch of talking and nothing getting done. <laughs> somehow and somehow, good old Zach, good old Zach, holding it all together. So, sounds like a U.S. politics, too. <laughs> just a lot of talking. Just a lot of talking with nothing really good. And, and occasionally Bernie Sanders does something cool. Or he, tries, or he tries to. And then Mitch but, like, no, for real. Like, it's literally, you. whenever you hear on, like, the news where, like, the Senate or the House are deliberating, they deliberate for a couple hours. You listen to people talk, and then they're just, like, they voted to table the vote until the next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we talked for I'm like, oh really, my really god! Done, didn't you? 
I was like, so there was, so this person stood up and talked for like 20 minutes. This person went up and talked for 20 minutes. This person went up and talked for 45 minutes. Then we, then we talked about voting and then we decided to table it until next meeting. We talked about voting and then we decided to not vote. And then we ordered Jimmy John's. (laughs) Crazy fast. (laughs) Uh, Then we ordered Jimmy John's and watched Pulp Fiction on the big screen. (laughs) And then we all went home. <laughs> like, and then we all went home and collected our $5,000 pensions for getting nothing done. I was like, gosh, literally. Cause like, I'm just like, so we have the house and the Senate and it's just like, what? I mean, they talk and talk. Yeah. It's like, what do y'all do? I don't like, like what, what do y'all, what do y'all even do? Like what even is your purpose at this point? Yeah, then it's just like we let us just let us just govern ourselves. The the can we just, can oh, we just be a, collect, a collective no state? that would that would not work at all. Can we just be like a collective like state of tribes like no tribe no oh, okay that, I thought that'd be fun that not at all that would that would last that would last forty five seconds. We're we're in the we're in the uh, brainstorming phase. I'm just taking ideas at this point. I'm sure it will. I'll take anything that I can get. That's not what we have right now. <laughs> you know. Well, you don't like the whole uh, people talking, and then Nancy Pelosi gets up there and talks, and then nothing happens. Then Nancy Pelosi doesn't even know where she is. Then the then the care. then the Senate meetings where okay. are talking, 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 and then Mitch McConnell stumbles up and there and says nothing stumbles up there with his bruised ass hands and he goes now the stimulus look we 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 can't afford the stimulus right maybe later maybe maybe, maybe later. later i'm going to table this discussion for now that's my best miss mcconnell in person that's all you get mm. Mm. but i've i've diddled and daddled uh long enough what do we what do we got on the agenda today friend impeachment yes Impeachment two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds like a movie franchise for real. I mean, this country basically is a fucking movie franchise at this point. But <laughs> Impe- impeachment was so did so well on Rotten Tomatoes that they had to make another one. <laughs> yes, impeachment yeah, two. I was like, Shut. we're waiting on to see. We're waiting to hear back to see if we're if there's going to be a trilogy. Jesus, like you, like you would, like you say all the time. Shut your dirty whore mouth. When have when have I ever said that? You, you said that to me at least once a day when we lived together. Between that and cash moves everything around me, you said each of those things like once a day, depending on what basketball game was on listen, that day. Listen. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you okay. something. I'm listening. I'm ready. I'm ready. Changed my life. The Bulls won today. They did. So. Yeah, they did. Sports. So, if, if you want, like, let's talk about sports real quick. Um, I. Oh, I'll gosh. be perfectly honest. I forgot that the Bulls were a basketball team. Um, like, oh, how could you even have? right now like do y'all even have players or are do, are do y'all just like using like the offensive and defensive coach like as your we player? we have we have a good players okay zach levine is probably a top 30 oh, player he's on the, he's on the bulls now? 
Yeah, we trade. That's who we traded Jimmy Butler for. Him and uh, Chris Dunn and a draft pick. Like we got them back from the Timberwolves, which he, which Jimmy Butler didn't even stay on the Timberwolves. He stayed on there for like a season, and then uh, he wanted to leave. So trying to force his way out, he took the third string team which is basically all of like the rookies and G league players. And he beat the starters in a, in a five on five Jesus. game in practice. And so that's kind of how he forced his way out of Minnesota. How the fuck do you beat the five, the fucking five stars in a five on five? How are you that good? With, with, with the third string, with the third stringers. I don't know. We, we don't know how that happened. It was just funny to hear about. It was. Yeah. And, like, how are you this bad? And then he, uh, he got to Philadelphia and they they were okay for a little bit. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals where they lost to Kawhi and the eventual NBA champion, Toronto Raptors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jimmy Butler forced his way out of that situation as well. And now he's happy in Miami. Did I ever tell you that um, I met uh, Joel Embiid one time at a bar in Philly? Really? He was, he's, a very, he's a very chill dude. He's very down to earth. Um, to be like seven foot ten. Listen, the only reason that I knew it was him is because he was uh, two and a half heads above every every, <laughs> every other twenty something in the bar, um, and it was not a very big bar either. It was like two stories, so it was more long. A lot of places in Philly are long and tall; they're not very wide because there's a lot of row homes. And a lot of the places downtown are kind of built that way too, um, or at least this bar that we went to was. And I saw him uh, at the bar getting a drink, and I was like, "That's Joel Embiid." And I, I went over to him, and I was like, "He had played. I think he had played recently, and I think he had put up like a double. This was like in 2018, but like he was uh or in 2017 actually. He had recently put up like a good stat line or something. And I went over to him, and I was like, "Hey, you had a you had a great game the other night, man. I'm a big fan." He was like, "Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate the support." And I was like, "Yeah, keep doing what you do." And that was it. That was the extent of our interaction. Super, just a super fucking cool dude. Also, ha- I happened to have to crane my neck all the fucking way back to look him in the eyes. But yeah, that that's like seeing people, that's not seeing an easy... people like that makes me believe that stories like fucking uh, David and Goliath might have actually happened, just because of how people like that can exist in the first place. Yeah, you also have to realize. I believe we're taller than uh on average than they were back in the day yeah people so. yeah people are getting longer or i mean taller i don't know why i said longer i mean that's not incorrect my patience with you is not getting any longer uh, anyway got him jeez okay we started off talking we started off we wanted to talk about the impeachment yes. and the impending inauguration that's coming up this week mm-hmm. um do you think do you think we're gonna have another storming of Washington? No. They've got they've got like no. over twenty five thousand troops or something stationed at the Capitol building. So you don't think they're gonna yeah. try it again? No, I don't think they'll, they'll they'll do it again. But like, especially since they've seen how those people have been treated that were at the the riots. These people at these riots, side note, these people at these riots thought they were just gonna hop on a plane and fly on back home and be at work on Monday. And I mean, they literally interviewed just, one lady that thought. they're not supposed to shoot at us. They're supposed to do that to blacks. Like one lady literally said that. <laughs> so 
That's like the they, of, they, that's they thought. I mean, I knew those were the people we were dealing with, but that just that just proved it even further. So they thought that they were just going to hop on a plane and it's like, okay, well, I got to go back to work. So was one, that's like, one picture of a late of a some lady that was at the riots or at the uh, insurrection, like crying in the airport. And it was like when you voted for a travel ban, but then you get banned on the you put on the no fly list. She was like crying. It was really funny. Yeah, pretty much. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand what y'all thought was gonna happen. I don't know. I what, mean, you, I don't you, know what y'all thought you were gonna do. Like you, well, you, like caught, you caused you caused you insider riot. They thought, they thought they were going to take hostages and be able to somehow overturn the results of the election by taking hostages, but um, obviously that did not come to pass. So. You know, what people don't talk about uh, enough, or at least I didn't, um, that that I noticed, is that uh, people don't talk about, or people didn't really talk a whole lot about the, uh, one of the security guards that was there uh, that prevented the mob from getting to, uh, stopped them from getting to, all of the uh, elected officials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he literally led them away. He was a black man. Yeah. He led them away, uh, led them away from where they were being held. And uh, not only that, but that guy was also um, uh, a member of, he was a former veteran who was a member of the, uh, the 101st actually here in Clarksville. I didn't. That is something I didn't know. I didn't know that. Isn't it but, sad that they were he was able to distract them from taking hostages for the sheer fact that he was black and they saw in him a, a potential target? Well, he also he also kind of incited them to follow him. Like, um, he uh, I forgot what I forgot what he did, but he basically got them to follow him. Or to chase him away, because I think he... Uh, yeah, to chase him, because he was black, and they were a bunch of a racist he, white No, he did something... Of course they chose to chase him. He, he did something away... He did something to one of the one of the uh, the rioters and that kind of, like, led them into outrage, and then they chased him. Because they were honestly uh, not... They were, like, a, not that far away from where they, where they were holding everybody. Yeah. So they would eventually broke through that through that barrier and got to them. And Lord only knows what we're going to The cat with the zip ties worried me the most. I was like, he they, they, Yeah, they literally, those were not normal zip ties either. Those were like zip ties that you use to like secure stuff. Those are zip ties, like military grade ones that they use in place of handcuffs when they don't have handcuffs. Like they were not regular zip ties. They were intending to take hostages. Yeah. And now conservatives are doing what they always do, which is pussyfoot around whenever they've done something wrong and be like, oh, well, ac-. they're all well actuallying the fact that people were literally trying to take prisoners and hold them hostage. Like that is what that is what happened. There is no there is no getting around that. This was an insurrection. This was an attempted coup at overturning the U.S. government. Yeah. So uh, turns out they found one. Here's the thing. And here's here's why. I just, I just, there are some certain people that are really just showing their true colors. They found one guy who was an anti-Trump uh, guy 
who got in and was like talking about like trashing the place and all this other stuff. And they're like, see, see, it was Antifa or it was the left. I was like, there's one, they found you one found guy. one guy that was anti Trump. Don't mind, don't mind, don't mind the literal thousands of people that stormed the Capitol and like the literal dozens of Trump flags there, and Trump, Trump paraphernalia that was flying everywhere. The, the reason why, the reason why that made me somewhat like ticked off is because it's like, we're not supposed to judge all of all police off of one person, but yet, and yet you're just you're sitting yet. here saying, Oh, it was all Antifa or all the left whenever there's one guy and yet one once, guy and yet once again that you once found again conservatives showing what they do best, which is act in bad faith with every single fucking thing that happens and literally being manipulative and twisting facts in order to suit their own agendas. They don't they claim to be the party of facts and facts don't care about your feelings when in reality they get their feelings hurt more easily than anybody fucking else and all they care about is having their own way. They don't care about truth, justice in the American way and all that shit that they fucking talk about. No, they only care about getting their way. They just use like peace, justice and American way and all that patriotic bullshit to distract you from what they really want. That's it. Right. Conservatives are some of the least patriotic people on the fucking planet. And you can quote me on that too. I will say this, not, moving moving forward. Um, now now that looking towards the inauguration, um, this is kind of it right now for for the for liberals and like the Democrat Party. They got it. Yeah, got the house. Got the they house, have got it. The House, the Senate, and the presidency. But also, so it's just kind of like they fuck up. They have absolutely nowhere to hide, and we can absolutely uh, blame them for everything when they fuck up. Which I love. Yes, but here, here's 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 where I'm uh, gonna like hold pause, I guess, because there are a lot of conservatives that are just like, well, whenever they fuck up, like they're like they have no excuse, like you yes, said, exactly. and it's just like, well, I mean, absolutely. that's that's true, that is absolutely true. But like some of some of some of the conservatives that are still very sore are hoping they mess up. And I'm just like, of they are. how how does that help you? They no. don't ca- they don't care about helping anyone. They care about themselves and watching. And literally, they're literally all conservatives care about is one of two things. They either care about helping themselves and pushing their own ideologies forward and like basically oppressing people, or they care about um, getting at the left, like hating like the left is bad and anything that negatively affects the left is good. That's their entire political beliefs. It begins and ends there. So I, I right. like I'm at a point where like there's no conversation to be had with those types of people anymore. So now maybe with the House, Senate, and uh, the White House uh, in the po- in their pocket, we actually might be able to get something of minor to moderate significance done. Though what I'm worried about is um, when 2024 comes around, who the GOP is going to put forward for the next Republican candidate. Because they they've put all of their chips on Trump, and if even if he doesn't go to prison, he's done after this. Like he's he will never probably be able to go in politics again. Like sure, he might make a if he's not you know impeached and arrested, he might make a run at a twenty twenty four presidency. But based off of how it went this last time, I don't foresee it like going in his favor. I, I don't even see him getting like close to being able to like get any sort of following like he did in twenty sixteen. I don't know. I don't. I I 
I, I, I understand what you're saying. With how, the, with how the country has like rallied against him here in like recent week, in like recent weeks, like leading up to the election, I, I genuinely don't think he could ever make a stab at it again. Which either either he either he tries to, like even, even if he does try to though, like the the faith in the GOP is so broken and so gone and like far right like Republican supporters that they won't there's been plenty of Trump supporters that say like since they believe the election was stolen that they won't ever vote uh, Republican again so like those people those people are gone like that and which means that they'll either never vote again or they'll vote left or there might be like a third party within the GOP that like appears so you'll have like Republicans uh, libertarians who already take away like two or 3% of the majority Republican vote. And then possibly like a third party, like the Patriot party or whatever far right uh, party they're trying to form right now. So if Trump goes and joins like that Patriot party, that'll divide the GOP even more than it already is. And because they'll be so divided, they won't be able to win an election like ever again. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, they're, they're in a tough spot right now. Just literally from getting any of their kind elected ever again, they're in a rough, rough spot, which makes me think that either they will have to lay low for the next four to 12 years or so while they kind of rebuild and either change their ways and kind of regroup and rebrand or they find someone worse. They find someone worse than Trump, but who's actually like smart and can actually get himself elected. That's what I'm really worried about is that they'll find someone better that can actually, you know, talk and isn't like a rampaging idiot. That's personally, I, I think they're going to vet their choices a lot more. Um, I I think there's something to be learned for on the, on the GOP side. Like, I think that they're just like, okay, well, for the next like sort of nominee, because I know he, he, he may, he, he, Donald Trump might run again. He he might run again. It, Honestly, if if the GOP uh, decides to, and the people decide to put him in as the Republican candidate, they're crazy. They're they're crazy. They're absolutely crazy. Yeah, they're nuts. Um, they they won't do it again. Trump Trump will either run again, and the GOP won't back him, and he won't go anywhere, or there'll be a third party that opens up or like a third, I guess, subcategory under the GOP. So you'll have Republicans, which is the majority GOP. You'll have libertarians, which are like I already said, gets like a minor percentage of the vote taken away from the majority of the GOP. And then you'll have the third subcategory, which would be like the Patriot party or whatever. That's if that party actually winds up getting created, which like I said, will then divide them even further. And I think with uh, all the, bad the ill will that trump has generated amongst the gop that once they do drop him his best bet at a chance of re-election is uh to go the way of the third uh subcategory party but again that's all up in the air thankfully we have a little over uh a little uh over three years to until we get to that point hopefully right. in 2024 we'll get a shot of the aoc presidency which i think would be really oh, good jesus so, well, no. How old is she? She um I think she's like thir- she's 30, I think. She's, yeah, that's why I think uh I think it's 2024 that she'd be eligible. Look that up. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up right now. I'm playing Destiny on my computer while we while we while we talk. Ew. But... 
<laughs> I love this game. Shut up. Um, how old is? I can see on my screen out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> get shot. Oh she's my 30, god. She's thirty-one. She's thirty-one actually. Okay, so she she'd be thirty-two this year. Yes. So she will be. So she will be. Uh, what, what is the eligible age for the presidency? It's 34, 35. Right? 35. 35. Okay. 35. So she'll be 32 this year, 33 in 2022, 34. Yeah. She'll, yeah. She'll, yeah. She'll be eligible. I don't, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if she I, I don't think so, but it would still be, it would still be cool. It'd still be uh, cool to see. Sure. Ever, it's like whenever Bernie starts generating like a head of steam and people think like, oh, maybe this is the one and then he doesn't win. <laughs> I like I like getting my hopes up only to be disappointed. Okay. Oh my Let gosh. You're a glutton for punishment then. I, I don't really, know why you do that. Do you know me? I've been this way the entire 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 time you've known me. Yeah, the fair enough. But that's why, that's why I stay away from gambling because I know I would get addicted to gambling if I ever started. Hmm. Well, at least you still know. didn't stop me from going into the Tropicana in uh, New Jersey with a pocket full of four hundred dollars in cash, and then I walked out with six hundred dollars. So, oh, okay. I like, I like to think that when I when I won two hundred dollars at a casino, that that was the extent of my luck. Like that was, all <laughs> of, my, that was all of my good luck that I'll ever have while gambling, and I use it all up so that I can't gamble anymore. He's like, yeah, you win those two hundred dollars, but if you're like, maybe I should keep going, immediately lose four hundred dollars. Oh, I knew, I, knew I knew immediately when to stop. So <laughs> but I was not, I was not, not letting that get the best. Spe- of me. Speaking, not. speaking of of yeah. monties, speaking of dollar bills. There's been a lot of talk going on with like fin- financial. Typically, uh, I mean, kind of pick your poison, because uh, it's like it's arguing that uh, about this six hundred dollars stimulus check versus the twelve hundred we the twelve we're talking about okay. versus the twelve hundred we got uh, before versus the two thousand we should should have probably got versus and then also. The fact that like people are uh, talking about the minimum wage debate. Um, well, I mean, it, it honestly, it doesn't matter which way, where you start. It's kind of just a uh, the root of it. The basis of it is that pretty much uh, we're not getting nothing from our government. <laughs> we're not getting any more from our government than what what we what they want to give us. No, well, well, once Joe Biden's in office, we're apparently getting. Uh, I think we're at least getting fourteen hundred. That was confirmed. He he recently uh, put forward a like three trillion dollar stimulus plan or something like that, and in there is uh fourteen hundred dollar checks. Mm. Which I mean, if you ask me, like you look at literally every other country in the world that is out of the pandemic. Australia, right now, I believe, was like Australia twenty four a year, like twenty six thousand yeah. dollars or something like that. Crazy. Yeah, which and. and what what did we get? We got like a thousand. We got a thousand or whatever. Twelve hundred. We got twelve hundred, and then we got six hundred, and now we got fourteen hundred, and that's it. If that. And so I mean, I don't know. It's it's always it's it's always a difficult situation whenever, like, and that that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with like the House and the Senate kind of like deliberating, deliberating, and then they'll table it for a while, and it's just like. You guys have to deliberate and like there's no pressure though there's no pressure from them on them like there is from like for the people who care about the american people but 
Yeah. For the most part, for them, they're still getting paid. Yeah, they don't care. They're getting as paid. They're, as long as they're getting paid. Like here, I guarantee you, if if there was a well, way you could put their their show and defends billionaires and people that make lots of money, like they feel they somehow earned it. Uh, rich people do not give a fuck about you. They absolutely do not give a single fuck about you. Your boss, your co- your coworker. Um, your neighbor that makes more than you, no matter who it is, rich people, really rich, I should say really rich people, like people are like the like top 5% of people that make money in America, do not care about you. I, I promise you that. Are you sure? I'm absolutely fine. Or... I can answer that with 100% certainty. That not. I really thought Jeff Bezos really, really was going to, you know, get me something i don't know i felt like elon musk was gonna give me one of the new teslas or something my god please you see that elon musk recently became the most rich man in america yes i did all right cool great talk (laughs) yeah no but uh money money makes the world go round apparently and so i mean there's so many people that's not true people make the people make the world go round labor makes the world go round and people that profit, people profit off of that labor. Just you wait. I've got, I've got the communist, man- <laughs> communist manifesto on my reading list. Once I read that, oh, once I read that, that's gonna, this is gonna become my. It's not gonna be your and my podcast. It's gonna be our podcast. What? <laughs> we, will, we will be sharing whether you want to or not. Oh god! Must be dropping hot knowledge left and right. You're not ready. I don't think anybody's gonna be ready Nobody's for that. Ready. Nobody's ever ready for me. Nobody's ever ready. They're like, oh, God, I'm not ready. So, but yeah, so of course, um, people are now like the uh, minimum wage debate is really getting once again under, 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 uh, underway again. Um, And it's, and it's funny because I know that you tweeted something earlier today about how, uh, about how the, uh, everybody was for like, you know, the oh, unsung, yeah, yeah, the yeah. unsung I heroes. What I retweeted. No. Yeah. I literally, uh, on Twitter, one, another reason why you guys should follow me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I literally said, interesting how during the pandemic, uh, they were called essential workers and heroes. And now that we're talking about the minimum wage being increased, they're back to burger flippers. Interesting. Hmm. Curious. Yes. It's almost as if someone is controlling the narrative and whenever uh, the question of labor and its value is brought up that might threaten someone, uh, it's the narrative is suddenly changed. Hmm. Wonder what that wonder what that's about. Yeah. What's going on there? Hmm. The thing is, is that like some people are under the under the impression, especially the people who make like twenty, twenty-five, twenty to twenty-five dollars an hour, uh this is just from what I've seen from like social media are worried about like, Oh, if people start making $15 an hour, like their, uh, their money gets devalued. I was like, do you realize, do you realize by them making $15 an hour, they're making $15 an hour because milk is like $7 now. You do realize that even though, even though, you say, oh, if we increase wages, then the price of everything will increase. You it's already increasing. The price of everything has been increasing since the, there, told- there's been the price of things, right? Yes. Like- I kept that fa- Fun fact, actually, uh, the minimum wage did increase 
to reflect the price of inflate or to inflect the cost of inflation up until the 1970s. I forget what law was passed in the 1970s that made it stop increasing. But if the minimum wage had kept increasing after the 70s, like it had been to keep up with inflation, uh, the minimum wage now today would be $24 an hour. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's a, Isn't that a little strange? Yeah, but the thing is, is that uh, those people who have like special skills or like educational thing or edu- education or something like that or an experience, their your money you wouldn't be making minimum wage. No, like you, you still, wouldn't. you still, and I think that's what people are worried about. They're like, well, if it goes up to fifteen, then there, I don't want somebody who doesn't have the experience or the education or whatever uh, to make close to what I make. I was Why? Like, Why even, not? Even if, even beyond that, you still wouldn't like. You would not be making fifteen dollars an hour. Whatever the minimum wage is, they t- like. You don't think they would take an account like, oh, this person has ten plus years of experience doing this job. Why would they not pay you more? These companies, these big companies have the money to pay you anyway. They do. They absolutely do. But like, I mean, they're not going to willingly pay it to you, obviously. I mean, that would affect their bottom line. It affects their profit margins <laughs> for the people at the top. Yeah, of course it does. It's always, it's always the ruling class, Corey. Whenever you want to whenever you want to look and find out why something is the way it is or why something is unfair, you can usually trace it back to the ruling class. Because I mean, I mean, think of it this. I mean, for for those of you who uh, don't quite understand, think of it this way. (laughs) Think of it this way. If you have, if it costs two dollars to, you can get away with paying someone two dollars out of twenty dollars, or you can do the right thing and pay them ten dollars. I mean, why would you pay them ten dollars when you can pay them two and keep the rest for yourself? Why would you pay them more money when you can keep the rest of the money? Yes. Literally, that's literally what the mentality is. It's like when you can keep it all, why go the extra mile? Now there Unless you have argument. to. Some people do. There some is companies a- do it. Some. Now now I know I'm going to I'm going to get people like yelling at me or whatever for this, but there is, I will admit there is an argument to be made. Uh, against, I don't know if it's against inflation or what, but there's an argument to be made that, oh, if you increase uh, the, if you, if you increase the overall wages, then uh, all of the good, all goods will increase dramatically. You'll have to pay $13 for a hamburger at McDonald's. And that's actually, you literally search studies. That's actually been proven to not be true. Although it does result in a price increase, it's a very slight one and companies can eat the cost of what they're spending on that uh, very easily. Like you said, if companies can't afford to pay that, they quite literally just do not want to. So, Why? See, the, yeah, business, the companies are why? If one business were to um, increase its wages to, say, 15 an hour for all of its employees uh, by itself and every business around it did not, that would lead to a unbalanced monopoly where uh one business is paying its workers way more than everyone else around them then to compensate for that cost that business would indeed have to greatly increase the price of its goods however 
when every business is forced to do so, it creates a balance. It's like a it's like a rising water level, like in the um, like in the canals in South America, like how they continually raise the water and then cut it off and then raise the water and then cut it off. It's like the, when whenever all the wages go up on the entire economy, then prices only rise slightly because there's no monopoly and everything has rose equally rather than one business being an outlier among the rest. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, does that make sense? Yes. What, is what, I, what I said just makes sense. Yeah. Are you listening? To me? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Basically, what I'm saying is that another argument that I've been hearing a lot, especially from like business owners that I know personally, um, they a lot of them are saying like, well, if you increase wages, then your the price of your goods will dramatically increase. That's true if only one business were to increase its wages, um, and then every other business around them did not, because then that's bad for competition. However, if the playing field is kept even and wages are increased federally across the board and all of the employees have to be paid uh, equally across the board, then it creates more of a balance. So everything is, is it, I keep saying balanced, but everything is literally balanced at that point. Like everything even kind of evens out rather than one place uh, paying its employees more than anyone else. Right. So now, what I just thought about during that time was um, I just thought about, uh, with the minimum wage hike up, how that's going to, how that affects small businesses, because we talked about how bigger businesses can uh, pay their workers that type of salary. But I mean, think about, think about uh, the small business that would have to, that would change the kind of the landscape of small business as well, because I mean, I know, you think I, know about I know I've said that it will, it will. I know I've said this before on the show, whenever I'm not particularly adept, at a specific subject and i i resort to this answer in this case i'm not sure what would happen right. to small businesses i've heard that argument too that it would really negatively affect them see but uh because because they're in a unique spot competitively yeah so i would before i can confidently comment on that i would need to do more research on how and if, like i said there's been studies done that have shown that uh, when you increase the price of wages, the price of the goods only increase uh, by a much lower amount than people would expect. I've actually read studies about that. Yeah. Whereas with small businesses, I, I know the argument you're talking about. I have not read any studies about uh, how small businesses are affected with wage increases. So I would not feel comfortable speaking on that subject until I know more about right. it. I feel like that's only fair to our audience. Yeah. I don't want to talk out of my ass about something that no, you know, of I'm not course. as confident about is anything of else. course but i mean it's just not, like i said there's something to think about because i have heard um something about uh, how small businesses can be affected by it's, by something like that and i and i personally don't really know a whole lot about it but i can imagine that would be problematic seeing it could be i i'm still even though i don't know anything about small how it would affect small businesses specifically I still am the, of the opinion that people should not have to work two jobs and still be broke. And that people, and that people with low skills or skills that people deem, you know, unsatisfactory or burger flippers. I don't think that burger flippers should have to struggle to survive. Like I don't. Right. Regardless, regardless of how that affects a small business, I still don't think that people should be sub subject to that kind of life. Right. I mean, that makes sense, but to kind of like, 
do a complete 180 from what we're talking about. Sure. <laughs> so, well, I guess we're going kind of going back to sports for a second. Uh, pretty much. Um, oh gosh, we're, well, I'm talking about sports and kind of like COVID and how that's kind of been kind of going on. Uh, so, er, er, yeah, that's up. true. Uh, earlier in the week, um, Charles Barkley, which is a very uh, well-known NBA player, Hall of Famer, uh, never won a championship because he just existed at the wrong time. Still just a very yes, good player. Yes, he was MVP. He was NBA MVP. Like, a very good basketball player. Became an analyst. He uh, He said that athletes should move to the front of the line for the COVID vaccine just because of how much taxes they pay. Uh, yes. And that, that really uh, caused a lot of outrage. And I wanted to get your take on it, but here, here's what I'll say for it. Uh, no. <laughs> First of all. Yeah. I, I, I think athletes should get the, the vaccine at the same pace as everybody else. I mean, the thing is, is that like, I understand. It's the priority. Isn't the priority right now to get herd immunity, like to get the majority of people um, immune to the virus so that we can like get, I hate using this phrase, but so that we can get quote unquote back to normal. Essentially. Yeah. The thing is, that isn't the point. So what, what benefit does that have for athletes who don't interact with the general public? that much? I don't know. Well, it's only because, and I hear, here's where, here's where I see where he's kind of saying it's only because like, um, currently the NBA, uh, COVID has kind of hit them real good. Cause they're not doing, they're not doing yeah. a bubble like they did, uh, last year. They, they're actually letting teams travel, but with no fans in the stands, obviously. Um, and then the NFL luckily played their entire season and is currently in the playoffs. And there have been, yes. there've been some outbreaks of COVID, where they've had to reschedule games, but they got through their entire uh, sixteen-game season and the play, and they're currently in the playoffs right now. Isn't it, real quick, isn't it crazy how a professional organization, sports organization like the NFL, can handle a virus outbreak better than the U.S. government can? Well, here's the thing with that: uh, the players, they, they, the NFL enacted all of these protocols and rules and things like that in order to protect the players and obviously protect the general public. And um, it's pretty much like when you're when in the NFL, you can kind of control that because it's like, well, if you don't follow these protocols, we're suspending you. We're taking away your money. Yeah. The thing about that is that the U S government can do that too. They can do that. They can do that in the form of fines and even See, but that's, what happens? What, happen, what happens to you if you don't wear a seatbelt? Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, you get a ticket, you get fine. Yeah, the go- people say like, oh, the government can't tell me what to do. The government can absolutely tell you what to do. And they already have been for your. See, but life. that's the thing, though. You're just, object- you're just objecting to it now because it's slightly. See, but that's the you. thing, though. You don't think that that would cause a big mass, like, for lack of a better word, riot? Because the, the fact the fact absolutely. of the matter is is that uh, people would think, oh, the government's trying to oppress me. I'm going to fight back. That would cause a bigger problem than than probably the government wants to deal with. No, no, I think I think honestly it would be beneficial in the long term that we I I mean there's no way to tell because we did they didn't do that. But I personally think that it would have been worse in the beginning. Like there would have been a lot of like rioting and stuff like that in the beginning. But after like 
you know, arrests started being made and really hefty fines started being imposed, um, that it, we would have gotten out of this mess like a lot sooner if we just emulated what other countries did. See, but mess sooner. Look at look at how our government reacted and look at where we're at now. Yeah, I understand like, that. No, I get it. We're one of the we're one of the only countries left in the world that's on like a major like we're we're doing the worst. We're literally the worst. COVID is the number one ca- leading cause of death in America right now. I and understand. We're the that. Worst. So you can't cannot you cannot tell me that the reaction that they had is kind of oh you know you don't have to wear a mask but we're in a state of emergency and it's highly recommended that you do. Yeah. Well, the thing is, goes. those countries. Whereas other whereas other whereas other places actually instituted like mandated lockdowns. Like if you were outside after a certain time or in a certain place or in a certain number, you were arrested and or fined. Or you were fined true. and or arrested. That's how it should and now those countries are out of the mess. They're out of it now. Yes, but the and thing is is here. that I can guarantee you the, the like government that, was worried about impeding things. on the American people's freedoms. Like you you give you're giving you're giving people a little bit too much credit to where they would just be like, yeah, we're just going to do you. Like we tried doing like a, a kind of a That's small, a soft lockdown and people lost their mind. Lock. People literally. But, not, but that's the thing is that it's not even, it's not even impeding on your fruit is making you wear a seatbelt when you drive. See, but you're, you're, you're talking to a rational human being. Yeah, that's the, but that's the thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to explain it to you in a rational way and why they should have done it in a way that was just okay. You have to wear a mask, like like no no exceptions, because like people you have to wear a seatbelt, no exceptions, and if you get caught without a seatbelt on, you get fi- you get fined for it, and you face the consequences for it. It's that simple. Like people, and why do you wear a seatbelt? There's two reasons why you wear a seatbelt. <laughs> is that a rhetorical you know question? You're actually asking me. No, I'm a- I'm actually asking you to see if you can come up with the answer. It's super easy. I'm not calling you. I'm not calling. You well, down, but it's I mean, a very simple. Basically, well, you know, what? I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It's most to stop you from flying through the freaking windshield, and then the impact of the airbag. Yeah. Like, if you wore didn't wear a seatbelt and the the airbag popped out and hit you, if you're in the front seat, it's it's it might for for somebody younger kill you. So you get so that's so you gave you gave me the answer I was okay. looking for in, in in many words, um, but yes, but you still much. you still got it to protect yourself, right? That's the that's the first. I'm reason. sure you're you going to enlighten me. Is? What happens? What happens if you hit someone? While yeah. You're wearing, if you run into some, you get in a car accident, right? And you run in, run into someone, and you're wearing your seatbelt. You're you're probably going to be more. You're you're definitely going to be more okay than if you weren't wearing your seatbelt. What happens? If the, what happens if the other person that you hit is also they, wearing their seatbelt? Yeah, they're going to be all right. Yeah. They are also protected too. So the law is there in the first place to protect you and to protect others. That's what. Uh, that's the same concept of a mask mandate. It's to protect yourself and it's to protect others. If you're wearing a mask, you're more protected from others. And if others are wearing a mask, they're more protected from everyone around them, including you. It's literally there to protect others. But because of what you're saying, because people were thinking that it's imposing on their freedoms and imposing on their rights, it's not imposing on any fucking rights. You have a, you have a social security number. You are literally assigned a number at birth. And you're trying to tell me <laughs> that the government can't tell you what to do. Get the fuck out of my face. You're, 
You're an idiot. No, I, I honestly, you are if you think that's the case. But the people don't wear the mask. A lot of people don't wear their seatbelts. It, like, I've seen it happen. I've, and I mean, they should. They should, they should is the thing, and it's that the reason that it's there is to protect yourself and mm-hmm. others. And if they had cracked down on this mask mandate with, I don't know how hard they're cracking down on like, what, like mortgage evictions, then we would be out of this mess yeah. by now. Like if they gave us, if they really gave a single fuck and if people gave a single fuck about each other, we would have been out of this mess months ago, literal months ago. No, but the thing is that people see the numbers and they're like, oh, there's, there's no, there's no way because they look at the numbers. They're like, oh, only 1.3% of people are dying from COVID. There's no, there's no real uh, issue here. And it's just like, (sighs) Do you know what 1.3% of like the millions of people that are there's there's 400,000 deaths. It's going the thing is that's 4 400,000 like I said before it's the number one leading cause of death in America. They at the moment, they don't dude. like how do you people ju- don't do you care about that? that. Like the in order for people they don't cuz they only care the, about the number the number would have to be close to half. You not realize what like if 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 some if something even, if something was then, killing half know. of the half of the country, people would have to care then probably. And I know that's drastic, but Maybe. I know that's Maybe. very drastic. But like, it, people get tripped up with the one point three, thinking that one point because people think it. One point. That's literally what it is. People point. think about it this way. You know how many? You know what the percentage of people who join the military is? Not that much. But yes, but that's still thing, isn't it? that's still thousands upon thousands of people join the military. Thousands. Well, thousands. So thousands upon thousands of people join the military. Like a lot. Like it's a lot. Sorry, my uh, cat. My cat was tearing up the carpet. No, it's 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 a lot of people. It's a very small percentage of the population, but it's still a great deal number of people. You ask these same people that have a problem with masks if they care about the military, and their answer would be an emphatic yes. It'd be an emphatic yes. And then if you responded with the same logic of, oh, you know, the U.S. military is actually only point something percent of the population. How would you feel if everyone in the military died simultaneously? They would absolutely lose their fucking minds. Right. It's selfishness. Pure fucking selfishness. That is all it is. God, no, God, see, Lord, here, I wish I could have one. No, I'm sorry, but these these up. are these so are things these are things that are very pertinent in in America right now, especially with everything that's going on. Um, you know, the fact that you know we're getting a new a new president and things like that, and uh, these are things that the new regime is going to have to deal with. And it's gonna it's gonna be have to figure out yeah. why why we can't get out of this uh, why we can't get out of our own way like why we why we are so star spangled awesome that we literally uh, any sort of like government intervention to try to protect us in some way is uh, met with like communism people calling people communist or the government's trying to take over and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And it's just like, it goes back to the extreme of like, there could be a flesh eating virus out here right now. And people will still be trying to walk outside. And yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. And I, I understand that it's an extreme, but I mean, is it not true though? 
Is it is it no, it's not true? true? Here's you're, the thing. You're, you're completely correct. And it's like no, just like with the seatbelt thing, there are people right now as we speak riding without a seatbelt. Like I lost, I remember when I was in high school, it was seemed like every other week or at least once a month, I even after I graduated, I heard about somebody I went to high school with or somebody from my high school or somebody from the area where I graduated dying in a car accident. I lost I lost one of one of my yep. close one of my close friends when I was a senior in high school after we graduated. It was the year we graduated. Uh and he he passed away because he wasn't wearing his seatbelt in a car accident. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then that same year uh actually no, the literally the following year this this girl that we I used she used to live we used to in the same apartment complex we used to meet at we used to meet at the bus stop like she was I think two grades below me and car accident yeah I mean and it's and the yeah. thing is is that like with this mass with the with the mass mandate there have been people who have no pre existing conditions nothing they. They mm-hmm. people are age. they catch people it than and then they die, and it's literally like people yeah. people like you know it's like the flu or the cold and it's like here's the thing with the flu or the cold you get what you get normally like typically with the flu and the cold there's certain symptoms you get hence why there's like Nyquil Dayquil there's so many different medicines that can that can control a cold or a flu because typically. You get the same runny nose, coughing, sneezing, the same kind of like stuff that can be solved. The thing is with COVID, yeah, it's literally a surprise, surprise. You reach into a bag and you figure out what what you get. Some people reach in the bag, oh, yeah, no symptoms. Pretty much. Some people, oh, I can't smell or taste anything. Oh, I have I have a fever. Some people reach in that bag, oh, death, death. Oh, I'm dead. And so, I mean, I I apologize for riling, riling you up, but at the same time, it's th- it's conversations that we need to uh, realize. We it's it's things that we have to open our eyes to to the world around us. Like we can't just live in our little area and just live about what's going on. But also, we can't sit here and act like this isn't a big deal. We can't. And it's a huge deal. So I, and I the thing is, when I'm outside of the house. Or when, when I'm at home. The thing is, is that like, the thing is, if we would have done a hard lockdown for a good month, like soon as this happened, maybe in March or April, just shut everything down for a month. Like you get like shut everything down for a whole month, which people would have thrown a fit about, honestly. But if we would have shut every down, everything down for a month, yeah. what, 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 what would the numbers have been? Like, think about it. Then we wait. They've been waiting just for a month. Some other some other places did it for two months, but at the same time, you also those other places helped out their people. They they uh, got rid of bills or not really got rid of it, but they they were you know postponed paying bills. They gave them substantial money that they can live off of. Like they put things in place to get those things done. Countries that are poorer and not as well off as we are. And yet, here we are trying to force things to go back 
to the way things were. And every time we force it, we have to stop what we're doing because another outbreak happens. And it's like, we'll stop forcing the issue. Every time we turn around and we think like, oh, the numbers are going down, people start to get too lax and start breathing on each other again. <laughs> because it's, it is weird. It's pre-COVID, people were breathing on the back of my neck in the in, in the grocery store. I honestly love that. I love how you're just like, we need, like, other countries were taking care of their own. They wanted to get out of this mess, so they were giving people so that they wouldn't get evicted, so that when they did get back to work, they wouldn't be behind on their bills or having to work, like, a bunch of extra shifts or shit like that. They took care of their own. They mandated shit. They made people stay in their fucking houses and gave them consequences if they did it. People understood the implications of what would happen if they left their house and that they'd be putting their citizens and their communities' lives in danger, so they didn't do it, and now they're out of that mess. The U.S. literally has done none of that because we're a selfish fucking country that prioritizes its own, the needs of the individual more than anyone else, and people fucking don't realize that, and they're just selfish fucking people that only care about themselves, which is why we're in the mess that we're in. Oh, we're at a, no, we're, we're not wrapping we it up. Wrap it up. We're, at a, <laughs> we're going raw. I'm kidding. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, we're going. Ro- we're going rogue. <laughs> next week. Where we, we go? Go to Joe Biden's live. House. With, with, I say go to Joe Biden's house. Also, it's like I would not. We're not coming. On any sort of watch list or have the Secret Service come to my door. I, I mean, I mean that like in a protesting way. Like I'll stand like a hundred yards from Joe Biden's house. It's like please don't take take this seriously. Come to our houses like, and beat us up or something. That's not necessary. Like got him. We're like, we got five listeners. It's like an FBI agent. Like, <laughs> nothing, to, nothing to do on a Sunday yeah, before the second invasion of the Capitol, which will probably happen. But I'm not putting that out there. But I legitimately think it may happen, dude. I, that or an inauguration. They're either they're, they're either all too chicken shit to do something and try something again, and the first times kind of scared them off, or they're gonna do something else similarly on inauguration day. But we'll see in about. What is it? The 17th? We'll see in three days. In three, so, in three we'll days. Also, uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, yes. Happy yeah. Day it's like, um, Tomorrow, make sure you do something in remembrance of him. Uh, do not do, do not do anything that he wouldn't do. Yeah. I.e. You know, destroy stuff. So. Gio. Oh, wow. Gio's wife. Okay. I, I, Did he allegedly. I don't like to. I don't like to Possibly. to slander. Yeah, I mean, the maybe he did. King. I mean, you know, I don't. I don't know. I'm just kind of saying that to to stir the pot. But he was. He was a great. He was an incredible man. It wasn't for him, we would not be in. We would not be at the stage of yeah. civil rights that we're at. Even now. though he would still be kind of sad about what's going on, but you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he'd still he'd be still fighting. be out there. Probably still be. Fighting. Wasn't taken out. He was too influential. That's why they took him out. But as always, but, like uh, us on Facebook at Two Cents Podcast. Yes. Follow us on the Twitter uh, at pod underscore since two. You can follow me on the Twitter at shy C-H-I underscore city 22. You can also follow me on the gram at Gibbs underscore five X. Yes, and uh, you can follow me on uh, the Twitter 
at uh, F-E-R-N-A-N-D-R-I-Z-Z-L-E for Nan Drizzle. Uh, you can also follow me on Degram at R underscore A-I-J-I-N. Uh, but yeah, this was a uh, this was a good one. This is a very concise show. It's like the most. Uh, yeah, and I feel like I feel like we both got kind of heated. I'm sweating a little bit. Uh, I feel like we both got kind of heated, and we argued some some sweaty. good points. I mean, if you if you don't like the points we it argued, is. or you have some fun facts that we missed, I mean, Josh doesn't care. Think. But I mean, DM us uh, if you think that we're wrong, or you have just some extra commentary. We would love to hear it, unless. Unless, unless we DM Corey, unless we don't DM like Corey it, unless DM we don't like DM it, then we're blocking you. <laughs> yes, it's like Honestly. we don't like what you're saying. We're blocking you. I will argue with you until I find out somehow that you're racist or anti-Semitic or crazy or a conspiracy theorist or anyone else that I've argued with online before, and then I'll just be like, oh, you're crazy, or oh, you're a racist, and then I block you. Because then, at that point, at that point, what are you, what, what are you really going to tell me, huh? Why anyway, you, you, guys racist? Have a, you guys have a great week. Yeah, we, you guys have a good night. Uh, we appreciate your listenership, all that good stuff, and uh, hopefully, uh, this country does not